Hello and welcome to episode 361 of the official podcast. You may be noticing that one of us is missing. Uh, he's deceased. I'm sorry, he, I'm he gone. He died from COVID. That's right, I'm not here. He has COVID three, three times, three times COVID. Uh, yeah, Charlie has COVID. I'm not sure if that's public knowledge or not, but now it is. He's got COVID, <laughs> so he won't be joining us for Exclusive this episode. release from the official podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing this TMZ. directly from TMZ. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I'm hearing it directly from TMZ. <laughs> yeah. That man, I, I'm kind of impressed with how often he's gotten COVID. I've never gotten it once. Have you guys gotten it? Well, he's, yeah, twice. Okay. Um, how do you get it so much? Uh, yeah. You guys need to take your vitamins. <laughs> yeah. I say this every time, but you never do. To be fair, I mean, I w was like traveling internationally and stuff like that. If there was going to be a time where I got COVID, it was going to be during that. You know, that's like the preeminent way of I getting I don't know, it. man. I just got nah. back from a wedding out of state. I was on flights. I was at a big crowded dance hall. I, I feel fine. I'm not sick in the slightest. Yeah. I never stopped traveling. Yeah. Take your vitamin Ds, people. Yeah, but did you kiss random people on the planes, Andrew, like I did? I hugged a lot of people at the wedding. Did you rub your face in the on the toilet seat in the airplane? Your, oh, uh, you know what? No, I rubbed it on the hotel, which is cleaned. I should have done that the is, airplane. Yeah, way I cleaner. fucked up. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me. You guys remember the video of that woman who would uh, film herself like licking the toilet seats in airplanes? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I, I hope she she's dead? doing well. Where is she now? <laughs> she's licking toilets in a better place in her hev in heaven. Wasn't the story that wasn't the story that she was a sugar babe and that was one of the toilets on one of the private planes that she was on? That was so clean. what? There's there's not a single toilet in the world that I would lick clean. Oh, you're an idiot! Don't ever say that. Really, really? Well, who? who? Who do you want me okay. to lick the toilet of? Imagine if your <laughs> your idol Tom Cruise. Went to the hardware store with you. Went to the hardware store with you and said, Jackson, I need you to lick that toilet. I'll sanitize it. I'll clean it perfectly. It'll be spotless. I just want to watch you lick it and I'll oh, wait, give you so it's 10 not even, million it's not dollars. Even his toilet. It's not even his oh. toilet. But that you just said, and I quote, yeah, there's no count. toilet in the world I would lick. You wouldn't lick that toilet? Okay, so for $10 million, I would, yeah. I would lick a hardware store toilet that has never been sat on before. Thank you. And he's disinfected it. Yes. Okay, That's not fine. the same. That's This is like a philosophical question. If you go to the hardware store and pick out a toilet seat, is that technically a toilet before yeah. you actually look it's it the, up? It's the ship of Theseus. It? How long until it becomes a toilet? Yeah. Um, so, Jackson, would you well, say how, how, no, more the accurately... Also is, no, the question more so is how long does it how long does it take for it to become unlickable? Yeah, more accurately is your is your <laughs> statement I would never lick a dirty toilet seat? Yes. There, that's what that's what it's semantics, my friend. It is, but also what is dirty? Like at ah. what point does it become dirty? Is it as soon as someone on sits on it once? Yeah, would you lick a toilet seat if it's perfectly clean, perfectly clean toilet, just fresh bought from the hardware store, and you watch a guy walk in, drop his pants, just sit on it, doesn't fart, doesn't poop, doesn't do anything, just stands up, goes, all right, Jackson, go ahead. Uh, pants on or off? Pants down, of course. Why would you sit on the toilet seat with your pants on like a monster? Then I, then I would absolutely lick it, assuming he showers regularly, that's fine. Well, you do that for free? Holy shit, you're a degenerate. Yeah. I never said I he was going to give you anything. I, th I thought this was a fetish club. What if pants on? Well, then no, because <laughs> pants are inherently more dirty, usually, right? Than butt They've cheeks? Been sitting around. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, they've been sitting around. Like he's been sitting in other seats. He probably took the metro here. He's been sitting mm-hmm. on those seats. And now I think it, I that. think it depends on proximity yeah. to the hole. Like if his anus somehow touches it, I'd be like, uh, but if it's just his what cheeks, about asshole on the seat. Yeah, I don't wait, know, who- man. Have you seen public <laughs> bathrooms? They get a little wacky. <laughs> Yeah, but that's yeah, usually that's just true. like shit explosions, right? Not like yeah. directly straddling People the seat and rubbing your ass all over it. <laughs> I mean, both are bad situations, obviously. By the way, this video is already immediately demonetized now. Yeah. We've been talking about this within the first five. I'm now yeah, hyper aware of because of you and your toilet-licking obsession. That's not an obsession. God, every day I get a fucking private message. <laughs> I want to be, well, after the AI debate, I just decided that I wanted to be your toilet slave, Gaia. You made such a compelling argument. <laughs> God, <laughs> Kaya, if he could, would hundred percent have a robot that just sits in his bathroom with its mouth open, and he shits in yeah. it instead of a toilet, and he goes, mm, "Yummy, thank you, Kaya." You know, it's catching on. People are sending me screenshots of them talking to their respective AIs and it calling them master. It just the most casual stuff too. Like, yes, master, of course, I can tell you how to prepare omelets perfectly. And it's like, good. I, I'm glad it's catching on. That's kind of hot. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. My robophobia. Would you guys be down with your toilet talking back to you? Um, only if it could say thank you and nothing else. Well, what what if it gave you like nutritional the nutritional value of your shit, and it gave you like? Are you talking about like those Japanese like toilets where they no. like measure your urine and stuff? Well, not. Well, that doesn't sound great. I just mean like, hey, you should drink more water, or hey, uh, maybe eat a no. steak less. <laughs> no. I don't want to get shamed by my toilet. Mm, someone's been having too much chimps again last night. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Take my shit, you bitch. I think there is a thing <laughs> where it's a toilet in Japan, and when you poop, it like measures Everyone shits in his mouth. your fiber or something. But it doesn't talk. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's a scream. I'd take that. How does it do that? Is there like a little mulch- shit mulching device in the toilet that like takes a sample? There's a little man with a little <laughs> little probes, little tongs, <laughs> and he goes through it. A midget. And he and he just looks through it, and it's in Japan, so he's just like, oh, sumimasen. And then he types on your, your stats. He looks like a jeweler with the little... <laughs> he's got the he's got the Toy Story 2 monocle. He's zooming in on it like a yeah. million times. <laughs> The toilet's just a fucking hole in the floor, basically, and then you're just shitting in like a science lab below, and then that's where they take their analysis. They've got he, a whole he pokes there. his head out whenever you open the door. He pokes his head out, and he's like, "Yes, yes, go ahead. You can do it. Go ahead. It's okay. I will watch. You're good." Related question: What happens to our stool samples? Where do they go? I assume medical waste. I've never yeah. considered the yes, but then where? Where does it go? Do they have like a the device dump? that completely eviscerates it? I think they incinerate them, don't they? Or do they keep do they keep a sample just in case they need to get a second like test? Or <laughs> they take it home. <laughs> <laughs> they frame it. How long do they keep our shit for? A uh, years, forever. <laughs> do they have just? Well, I assume they keep the data the forever. And then it leaks onto the internet, of course, as always, when medical data gets hacked. So that's also cool. If you out there listening are a high-level doctor or an Antarctican scientist, and you can answer that question, since we have so many of those listening, apparently, let us Mm. know, where does poop go after you give it to the doctor? God, we're like four-year-olds. Where does my poop go when I flush? (laughs) I know we have Antarctican explorers listening. I don't know if we have doctors listening. 
True. We might have more Antarctican explorers listening than doctors, which would be sad, I guess. I don't think we'd ever have doctors listening, like big whole owner of practice, head honcho doctors. But I do know we have, I think, some EMTs who listen and like yeah, lower yeah. level medical staff who listen. Yeah. And you know so. what happens? We said, oh, I bet they have some funny stories. And we invited them and they sent us emails and then nothing came of it because none of you had the fucking motivation to read any of them. And then Jackson told me, no, they're going to be boring. If we had like EMTs, not just EMTs, but we had like nurses in mental hospitals literally sent us verbatim almost emails saying, yeah, I'm willing to uh, violate HIPAA laws to tell you guys about all my clients if you guys want. And I was like, you might not want to give us a paper trail of admitting yeah. this. You know? That's well, I think them. one guy actually sent us an email from his work email address. If one of them had sent a message saying that they knew where the shit goes, then I would have been interested. That's when we would have <laughs> opened the floodgates. Then we would have let them in. That's such a funny point you bring up, Kaya. You know how as as things are just changing on the internet, people are more and more concerned with data privacy and like, oh, I, I want to use the VPN. I want to protect myself and this and that and that and that. When I open up viewer emails for videos and I'm just like, hey, send me emails with this or whatever or jokes, you will not believe the amount of people who casually just send emails and the footer is, here's my full name, here's where I work, here's my phone Address, number, here's yeah. my college, here's everything on it, here's all of my info. It's crazy. People oh. just don't even think about it. No, they don't care either, even if they do think about it. It's just it's sometimes depressing. Like, I, I'll have do these little things and like hangouts in my server. And whenever somebody calls in with an issue, I always tell them, anonymize. Don't tell us exactly what state you live in, whatever. And they go, oh, it's fine, Kai. I don't care. It's like, ugh, God damn it. <laughs> it's like futile, a futile battle. You can take your own fucking advice, you hypocrite. Andrew, Andrew goes by Hugbees, at least. You go by Kyle Orson. You've got your full name there. And it is the biggest mistake I've ever made. <laughs> I wasn't aware of how stupid that decision was six years ago when I, for some reason, decided to use my real name. I could never see you making that decision. I was like, what mind state were you in when you made that decision? Did you not know about privacy? You fucking idiot. What mindset were you in? Dickhead? Jackson Clark? I want everyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the type of guy that signs all my emails with my address you make videos every now and then and your channel is literally just called jackson clark yeah well no wait, wait no it is yeah but the link is out on pc just but the, the name on the bit. channel is jackson oh, clark with a picture of you yeah i couldn't come up with anything better what am i going to use instead of jackson clark anything else i wasn't as aware and privacy conscious back then jackson back then i was just like oh shit i get to do like these weird wrestling commentary videos with yeah. this youtuber that i like yeah oh Better cool people know my name oh my god that's so fascinating and now i'm like oh fuck what a fucking yeah. retard old kai i was i wish i could travel back in time and fucking tomahawk him in the neck I still, I still think it's fucking weird, man. Because so Kaya and I, most particularly, because we're older, but I'm sure you guys got it residually too. We grew up in the era of don't ever tell anyone your info on the internet ever. Oh, don't yeah. use your real yeah, name. No, don't ever do it. It's bad. Stranger danger. Use an alias. Don't tell them jack shit. If they ask about where you're from or how old are you, you don't say it. And then social media came around and it went, oh, you're not going to tell us your real name. That's weird. What do you mean? We want your real yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Like one that fucks with me all the time is in my head. For example, PewDiePie is PewDiePie. That to me is yep. who he is. That's his name. And then people constantly are like, oh, Felix. It's Felix. Look, I love Felix's videos. I'm like, who the fuck is Felix? Oh, PewDiePie. Oh, 
You call him his real first name. That's kind of weird. But we're on a first name basis. I'm not we talking about specifically. I see it around the internet, like fans, when they're like, oh, I watch PewDiePie. You know, Felix makes really good videos. And then someone else is like, oh, I love Felix. He's so funny. It's like people who clearly don't know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because mm -hmm. they just want the parasocial thing. It just feels more personal if you know their name and use it. Mm -hmm. It's not just a stage name clown act anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this is actually a real person that I'm interested in. It's no, it's still just the clown act. Yeah. He doesn't care about you or know about it you. It weirds me out, you know? I grew up with a totally different internet culture, and now you're weird if you don't tell people your real name and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're weird if you don't give people your information to begin with. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. like you said, it's it's like the blur between... I remember it, because I remember social media becoming a thing, like fa the Facebookification, where you were expected to put your real name up and stuff. But it's, like, weirdly enough, that didn't feel like the internet. The internet was something beyond Facebook. So mm -hmm. it didn't feel, like, damaging or thre threatening to put your name on Facebook, yeah. because there was no way that would extend to what you were doing on the internet in general. Right. Know? We just didn't know. We just didn't yeah. know. Because the stranger danger yeah. thing was always just our parents telling us, look, don't tell that specific guy in that one chat your address, because... What if it's a pedo psycho? Right. It wasn't, oh, I shouldn't tweet this because 10 years from now, like who the hell would have expected in 2011 or whenever Twitter started that somebody was going to go back a decade to cancel you for shit that you're tweeting then, right? Or that Facebook right. was going to get hacked for all their data or harvested. Yeah. People, people didn't realize the permanence of the internet. They didn't realize how just archived forever it would be, you know? Um, so what 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 yeah. do you think is the currently the biggest threat then? Is it pedophiles or is it being cancelled over tweets? <laughs> From using Which the internet? Which one should we tell our kids about? Yeah. Which is data harvesting in general, in my opinion. The everybody got mad at the one snippet of, you know, the when Sniper Wolf showed up to that guy's house, I forgot his YouTube. Jack's film, Jack's but. films, yeah. Yeah, and she I guess she said something like, Well, you can Google his address and a, not the point, you still shouldn't go to his house. But also everybody mm. missed the point that, yeah, actually you can Google almost everyone's address and that is fucked up and that system needs to change. Like she was just trying to use that as an excuse and deflect, but the fucked up part is that she isn't even wrong. That's how messed up the system is. You can Google anyone's name and address mm -hmm. and they're like mortgage and birth certificates. It's, it, the system is so fucked up and it's all the information we give them voluntarily. And sometimes involuntarily, too. I think I'll take a different direction. I think... Um, so there's two things that I think are threats to the modern internet. And both of them are hypocritical for me to say. But I, I believe them. I truly do. Number one is the over-excess of parasocial relationships. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a trend with content, no matter what it is. Even if it's impersonal stuff made by studios or ads, plain old ads, where they're just trying to connect with you on a social level. And I think some degree of it is fine. <clears throat> some degree of it is fine. Some of it helps content. Our show, to a little bit. You know, you need a little bit to get into it. Otherwise, we have to always just be funny and entertaining. And if people don't like our personalities and how we talk, they're not going to listen. But I think a lot of it is like... You have people who dedicate hours and hours and hours, especially children, hours and hours and hours watching one streamer or one YouTube channel. And yeah. and there was a post on Reddit I saw a while ago 
um, of a guy who goes, I wanted to treat my kid for his birthday, so I gave him $100 and said, you can buy anything yeah. you want. And he spent 95 oh, of those that. dollars donating to streamers. <laughs> like, that like that's so awful. Sad. That's just actually terrible that the kid... It's nice that he's altruistic, I suppose. Like, oh, he wants to give it away and support people. It's but you, altruistic. But I guess it depends It depends on the streamer, but yeah, exactly. I, it, I doubt that but was But there are people who don't yeah. need it. They are 100 percent people who don't need it and he should have thought of how to do something for himself or his family or his friends not people he doesn't know and never realistically yeah, will ever know that has to be as a parent especially if you're like still if you're a boomer and you're from that era of oh man i wish my parents gave me 50 bucks to spend on a yeah. bike video game whatever and you give your kid money and just goes to some sleaze balls fucking i know man or whatever you want to know what i did uh, when i was a kid with that shit so every now and then my dad would go hey here's 20 bucks just you know thanks for doing chores go buy something you know what i would do because i had a sense of self fucking Born gratification well no i would save it and then get another 20 bucks oh. later. And then when I got 60 bucks, I'd go buy a video game because they're 60 bucks. And I was like, this is going to last me months. Meanwhile, well, that's not that's well, actually, I did the same thing, except I game the system even harder. I only had to do that once because I bought the game and then I would just keep returning it for the store credit or whatever, like within the ah, first week, the blockbuster limit. method. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would just keep <laughs> getting new games. It was like a $60 cheat code, basically. Well, you're like yeah, that guy who used GameStop as a bank. If you ever read that story, <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like I ha I still had some semblance, and I think the Reddit post said he was 14, and at that age, I was definitely doing that. Yeah, so you're you definitely smart enough to be doing that. Um, uh, yeah, but you're also equally stupid enough to be the ones donating to Twitch streamers. Honestly, you are, but I, there's still some self awareness. Yeah, and that's that's the problem I think we're running into. It becomes an easy grift. It's an easy way to get money or devotion or or what have you. You know, all you have to do is fake that angle. Just play into it. Just take two seconds to read a stream donation or reply to an email. If you are a YouTuber, one very easy way you could do it, if you have an audience, make a video where someone tweets at you or emails you and respond to one. Just go, well, well, Gamerman477 on Twitter said this. Then the audience watching goes, oh, wow, he responds to tweets. I'm going to tweet at him now. So he responds to me. You don't even have to respond to all of them. You just have to show that you do it. And then you have all that devotion and you have that stronger parasocial relationship. It's a very dangerous thing if you're doing it to people who don't know what's happening or don't think about yeah. it. My my biggest thing with the parasocial relationships is it, it's just so foreign and like alien to me because there's literally not a single person in my life where I've ever like a celebrity or anyone like that that I've ever felt the need to be that parasocially attached to right. where I'm like constant like if their, their opinions on like I don't know current world politics or exactly. whatever exactly would devast would devastate me if I found <laughs> out that they didn't align with my own exactly that's the weirdest part man I I was looking yeah. at the H three subreddits because I guess one of their that's shows exactly got put on hold of, yeah. now. Yep. And yeah, I was reading some of the top comments and somebody, it was about the Israel-Palestine conflict and as you know, Ethan is Jewish and Hassan is against the, the, what, the Israeli state. 
And mm-hmm. the top comment was something like, uh, you know, it, Ethan showed us true colors, but at least this broke me out of my parasocial relationship with him and his family. Because I like went on his mom's or grandma's Facebook or something and found her, whatever, some post that she made and trying to dunk on her. And I was just sitting there reading this, thinking it took a war for you to realize <laughs> you have a parasocial relationship. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is what did it. Yeah, this is what it takes. And all the it, thing all, is, you're not it, even... all it needs to all it needs to be is one thing with, with these creators. This is why I don't understand when creators kind of like play into the parasocial aspect of relationships online because literally all it takes is one fucking thing. One slip right. up and you've entirely shattered right. the, the you know the mirage essentially. But, and but now Jackson, that's how you get someone money. who feels betrayed. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I guess you get money. It prints money like, when you do that because yeah, then yeah. people follow you everywhere. You know, there's there's two things the that come from it. The depressing part is. Go ahead. To me, the depressing part is that guy that wrote that comment. He isn't gonna learn his lesson. He's just gonna find someone else to glom onto. He's gonna be parasocial oh, yeah. about the opposite side now. Yeah, he's not gonna go. Oh, this guy that I really admired. It's it's fucked up how he actually turned out to be what I consider to be a complete shitbag. Maybe I should stop worshiping these people and giving them all my paycheck. But right. No, he's not gonna learn. I, I I would hope the lesson I would hope the lesson <laughs> that these people eventually have is that we are also independently different and have different like life experiences that give our lives different meanings and opinions and stuff like that. And you shouldn't attach your entire fucking you know. I don't know your existence of a fucking e celebrities' opinions and, right. and their, how they live their life, and that's that's the funniest part too. It's dehumanizing to the creator. It, it's so yeah. ironic because when you have a parasocial relationship, you think, "Oh, I'm connecting with the person. I'm getting invested with them." Blah blah blah. You are not. You are never. You are you are romanticizing them as a person. It's the same thing like mm-hmm. when you have a crush on someone and you imagine, oh, we're going to get married and have kids and they're the best relationship in the world and there's nothing ever wrong. And then you get with them and a month later you're like, oh my god, I kind of fucking hate them. It's the same thing with parasocial <laughs> creators. You are vision- envisioning them as the perfect friend, someone you want to hang with. You go, yeah, they'd agree with everything I'd say and we'd hang out and we'd best buddies. You don't know that at all. You have no idea what they're like behind closed doors. You couldn't tell in the slightest. Plus, it's even more simple than that. What if you, like, meet up for the first time or whatever, like your e-celeb, like your parasocial crush or whatever, reaches out to you, flies you out, and then you get there and they stink. (laughs) Yeah. just absolutely stink. It's offensive to the nose. Yeah. And they they lick toilet seats for sustenance. Like, like, how do you do that? There have been, (laughs) there have been some creators, I of course will not name names, but there have been creators where I like their stuff and then through YouTube events or whatever the fuck, I meet them and I'm like, wow, they're kind of a jerk. You can say Jackson Clark. Yeah, Jackson. Charlie. The guy who made the ghost of Halo 2. That fucking dick. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's so, why you don't get parasocially attached to Jackson Clark when he's making Ghost of Halo videos. Yeah, because he's, he's never going to beat person. that peak. He's only going to make worse stuff from the Ghost of Halo Two. <laughs> that's so sad that my peak was when I was twelve years old making Ghost of Halo videos. <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew. That's probably the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> but the but the problem with it is that it's just so good for making money because it's instant brand loyalty. So let's let's just take a random example let's say a youtuber he does like uh, gaming shit 
I don't. Well, I don't want to say anyone specifically, but let's say he's no a dream. gaming YouTuber, plays like Overwatch, League, all the popular games. And then one day he goes, "Hey everyone, I'm gonna be in a play. I'm gonna try acting in theater. I'm gonna try live theater. I always wanted to do it. Come watch my play." And the problem is, he could be the worst actor on the planet. He could be like terrible, just a terrible Broadway actor, can't sing on key, can't do the dance moves, flubs lines. But because of that loyalty, everyone's going to go, oh, it was great. It was amazing because all they care about is yeah. seeing them do it. They don't give. It's like watching a child at a pageant. Oh, you're doing great, sweetie. That's my daughter up there. Like they don't care. So then they're going to get a bunch of great reviews and you have terrible stuff pushed as great and you have a ton of money funneled into what doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean? I'm always cu- I'm always curious if the let's use the word artists in this sense, the artists in this situation like understands that like that they're just they've just got ravenous fans that'll just say that they're good no matter what mm-hmm. or if deep down that they they know that they're not good and that it's just a I think it's I think it's person to person. I think there's some creators who are like I don't care if it's garbage, I'm just going to do it and I think you can tell when you watch their stuff especially when they focus harder on like over editing and trends and shit. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think there's also a lot of creators, plenty who really, really do care about what they make and have a standard for what goes up. And they just naturally get a big audience because they are talented and really good at what they do. Yeah. That, that wasn't my that wasn't my question though. What I was saying was like, all right, because I can't think of anyone else at the moment, and we all know it. Uh, Dream Dream is okay. he he does do a music act, you know. Now he's mm-hmm. he's become one of those e boy singers, and in my opinion, uh, it's not great. It's not very good. It's right. pretty bad. It's honestly right. terrible. Um, but obviously his fan base screams that it's great. Right. Do you think he knows in that situation that it's bad? Or do you think or is he kidding thinks himself? It's good. So it, yeah. it could be another angle where he's just doing it because he wants to do it and finds it fun to do and doesn't necessarily care about reception. Um, I, I think that that angle is an entirely possible, though. And someone in the chat brought up a great example. Joji, uh, formerly Filthy Frank, went on to do that same kind of thing. And he's now a huge artist because people really like mm-hmm. it and it's really good. So I don't think it's you know always going to be from an angle of oh whatever fuck it i'm just gonna do it i think there is a sincerity that you could achieve if you do it right and a level of talent you can find but maybe with dreams specifically i i guess from the limited stuff i've seen it's just yeah why not you know i made an album it's just part of my bubble of stuff i do and make fuck it. i don't think it's why not i think i, I genuinely do think that he thinks it's good and i think mm. that he thinks it's good because people in his circle Mm-hmm. And people in his community say that it's good because they want him to think it's good, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, when you're that big and rich. That has to come with self-awareness for him specifically, though, because Dream's audience leans far younger. Like, he has to be aware that his audience, thanks to Minecraft, is far more kids than the average audience, you know? Yeah, but when you're that big, you have, you, you're yeah. surrounded by... I assume yes, when, once you get that big, it is... Yes, it must be very difficult not to just live in a bubble of everybody telling you, yeah, man, you're awesome. No, don't listen to the naysayers. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Also, can I hang out and be in your entourage? Anyway, and then you have an entire audience of kids just worshipping you. It would be very difficult yeah. for you to stay grounded well, and to realize. And also, also like, 
you, I feel like he'd want to convince himself anyway. Like I think anyone would want to convince themselves. Yeah, that, I'm hey, crushing at this. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you definitely do because that's how the money rolls in. That's how you keep it going. That's how you get bigger and make more shit. Because imagine if you're a YouTuber. And you make videos and you're trending and you're fairly popular and the whole time you're just going, man, my shit sucks. I'm garbage. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Every tweet you put out is like, oh, sorry for this one, guys. Sorry it for fucking, this terrible video. You, you make like an yeah. internet historian three, three hour documentary and it's amazing and incredible and you're just always like, I'm so sorry you have to watch this. Yeah. This is the worst. I'm terrible. You know what? Totally understand if you guys skip it. Just don't watch this one, all right? It's fucking awful. I spent a month making a pile of shit. Just delete it. I hope YouTube blocks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kai, I think you made a very stellar point on this because I was just thinking, so I've been learning guitar for a few years. And so naturally, I've gone to the rabbit hole of, oh, I like this guitarist, and I like this one, and ooh, this guy's really cool. And I just keep thinking on the parasocial angle. There's not a single one of them where if they came out and said, for example, I voted Republican last year, I'd go, what? I can no longer ever listen to your music. Never. Never play the guitar. Never, never pick up the guitar again. Never playing an instrument again. It's ruined. Like, I, I can't believe people live like that. That's insane to me. No, they're doing this right now with the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, by the way, oh, because yeah. the creator, I forget his name, but apparently he donated Scott to Trump Cawthorn, like years right? ago. Mm. Scott, Scott did get into controversy over some weird like yeah. donations in the past. Yeah, yeah I thought this was But he's ago. isn't he also like an old man with a family? Yeah. So, like, I get it. He literally just said he's part of the other party that half the other country votes for. Yeah. It really wasn't a big deal. But now they're trying to Hogwarts this shit where it's like, oh, no, we have to uh, protest the Five Nights at Freddy's movie because that's gonna, that's the political stances we're taking now is we're not going to watch an animatronic horror movie. Yeah, I don't know why people were surprised. He's a 45-year-old conservative Christian with a family. Like it, it, it didn't come out of, of nowhere. Shit. But yeah. he made a video game that I liked, therefore he must have every opinion that I have. Otherwise, he's literally fucking evil. And my whole life is ruined. True, true. Well, F Five Nights Again is, is a lot of kids. It's definitely a younger audience for it, even though it's super rad and I stand by it. Uh... I mean, does he put his politics in the game? Do those animatronics jump out and say, <laughs> vote MAGA? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, Cheek is, Cheek is a pretty uh, yeah. direct Republican Republican. FNAF 3 was going to be Trump animatronics telling you to vote and make America great again. It was going to be the scariest game ever <laughs> for for the online population. If it was like politician animatronics, that would be way scarier. Half those fuckers look dead already. Yeah. You could make a yeah. zombie game out of those bastards. <laughs> did you see the video i posted in the topics channel about uh it, it was like a presidential or a government um halloween event you know like where the president gives chocolate treats to to children mm. like they come up mm -hmm. and trick and treat at the white house and he's uh biden's trying to give her child like a candy bar and his hands are shaking so much that he like throws the candy bars everywhere <laughs> <laughs> drops them. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh my oh, god! Man. And they came out. We don't know. Like, we don't have to reiterate that. Like the guy is just senile and dead. Just way too. But old. then they came yeah. out and said, "No, he, 
He's fit to run again. So oh, yeah. oh, yeah, right. <laughs> this, this, this was the line. This was the line with Biden. <laughs> so Kamala Harris says Biden is very much alive and running for re-election. Like, that's the fucking... That's all the credentials you need is to have a pulse. As long as you gotta put... Yep, we'll, we'll he, put him up there. He's a revived pharaoh from the ancient tombs. Like, just look at the man. Just let him retire and age, like... Just spend his twilight... What, what fucking seconds he has left in peace. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. No. It's not, oh, I right bet right you, he doesn't right. want to retire. None of them ever do. Look at, who, no, which yeah, one was the bitch that just died in office? Was it Diane Feinstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Lich Queen? Yeah. The, <laughs> one of them, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, there's, there's so many. There is so many. There are so many. There's so many. And then there's Mitch McConnell, who just has yeah. those freeze-ups. He literally, like, four mm -hmm. or four blue distance. screens in front of the camera. No one will, nothing will ever beat when Biden goes, I think America's a country that can be summarized in one word. I watch that clip, like, once a week. <laughs> it, it is so to get good. Me. Like, I, I I am so like I'm I'm Australian, so I have no horse in the race uh, other than like America dictates everything in the world, obviously. But mm -hmm. I have no horse in the race in your political like whole sphere. So my level of interaction with American politics is just laughing at Biden <laughs> jokes and stuff like that. Well, Biden well warranted. Gives, there's a um, yeah, there's a so channel good. there's a channel I just found recently. It's very very good. His name is a small brained American. And he's a travel mm -hmm. vlogger, but he's very no nonsense. He like calls stuff out as it is. He isn't afraid to be honest and uh, just really scraps to get through the countries he's in. And uh, at one point he was on Pakistan and a random like group of college kids in Pakistan stopped him. And uh, he's just like talking with them. They have some some English probably because they're in school. And at one point, one of them just randomly starts going, bring back Trump, bring back Trump, bring back Trump. And he goes, why? Why do you say that? Why? And the Pakistan guy thinks for a minute and he goes, uh, Biden is wimpy. Very wimpy. And he goes, and he goes, and so he goes, so why? Okay, yeah, but why do you like Trump so much? And then he thinks again and he goes, Trump is entertaining. Very entertaining yes. for us. And that's that's just how the world sees him, man. Like Biden's a big cowardy wimp, and Trump was just a big goofball that they like to laugh at. Yeah, I mean he was he was honest to God hilarious. Yeah. I mean, even he even his biggest detractors admit that he's fucking yeah, like, entertaining. I, I don't do hard political stuff, but at the same time, I'm shocked he got elected with all the things he did before the election. He literally said the president of the United States got caught on tape saying, grab them by the pussy about mm -hmm. women and his party. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's our man. That's a president. <laughs> Oh it's man, just, it, it is honestly incredible that these are the candidates. <laughs> it's just so funny. They're all it's so old. So I, I know. know. And they're all so old, and they refuse to retire. They're like pit bulls. They just once they grab onto you, they just don't let go until you're dead. They just Would you, they attach themselves to the office, and they never ever let go. Yeah, don't say pit bulls. Uh, um, did you? Do you? Do you guys, would you guys be down for an experiment where instead we go the other way and we elect an eight-year-old? I thought you were going to say we elect a pit bull. <laughs> hmm. That'd be it. Elect That'd a be child? 
Yeah, like might an as actual, well. Why like not? Eight year old. So like old school uh, English and other territory kings, where just by bloodline, there you'd have like a seven year old on the throne, that kind of thing. Yeah. And did anything go wrong? <laughs> well, where we are now today, it's because of them, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, Those eight year olds so do we have paved to institute, the way for like, us. Do we have to institute inbreeding to make the perfect president? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> You're going to hold different. If if the eight year old kid wants to run on the platform of instituting incest or whatever the fuck you just said, that's his prerogative. I'm just saying we need eight year olds. <laughs> My first there. question for him would be, how does he know about that? <laughs> Very. Would it be uh, the well, difference? Yeah, be it wouldn't. They have the same mental faculties, right? Right. I mean, isn't Biden's literally most famous trait that the media tried to like contrive is oh what he likes ice cream. Ice Mr. Joe. President, what kind of ice cream? This Icy is, Joe, baby. I swear to God, over the last like four years, that is the most hard hitting question they have ever asked him is what kind of ice cream do you like? And mm-hmm. that's it's a it. difficult well, question. We might as well have an eight-year-old. <laughs> Who cares? Like <laughs> dessert before dinner, Mr. President. How do you feel about it? I like it. He's like Candy. one of those child children <laughs> who's like, if I was the president, I would outlaw all homework so no one ever has to do it. And every day I'd take a trip to Disneyland. God, that'd be so I'd be behind outlawing homework. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you guys? I, I've noticed this in American like TV shows and stuff. Did mm. you guys have a class president or whatever the fuck that whole thing is where you had to actually vote for someone? To Depends be on the school, leader? but typically, yeah, we have a student government in most schools. Yeah. What, what is it just to teach civics or something like get you used to the process? I, I think half of it is to get kids to think elections and voting is fun. Yeah. Because, oh, you're voting for your friends. And I think the other half is they do make decisions for the school. Like, really minor shit. Like, if they go, okay, for the prom, do we want outer space themed or do we want aquatic themed? And they, like, vote on that. I think that's all they do. Do they have to get, like, the chief and uh, chief of staff and shit like that? Involved, yeah, they fly the president like- in to make the final decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the actual president. Biden yeah. shows up and they, they go, all right, Biden. CIA. They go, all right, President <laughs> Biden, thank you for being here. Do you want space-themed prom or aquatic prom? And he goes, vanilla. The thing about proms is... Well, you can have the kids <laughs> dancing at the. Uh, is there punch? <laughs> uh. I, need to, I need to have a nap. I have, to, I have to lie down. <laughs> they literally have to like shuffle him off the stage sometimes because he just forgets where I he know. is and he doesn't realize it. it's like over. <laughs> he probably he probably still thinks he's <laughs> mentally at prom. I have a, I have a related question on that. I wanted to bring to the show. Sure. So when I was a kid. I feel like the president had this air of cool, had this air of like, oh, that's so awesome. Maybe it's because I grew up with Clinton, who people generally liked. But it, yeah, I had this idea women, as a right? child. He, he, like, yeah, he, he fucked a woman he, he and balanced the budget. People. He balanced the that's budget cool. and had sex with a woman. What else could you want from a president? Um, Plus, wasn't he like a giant stoner? Uh, I'm not sure. I do know he played saxophone, though, and was a big jazz musician kind of guy which people thought was really cool as well so as a kid i thought the president was genuinely cool i was like oh my god the president's such a cool guy i wish i could meet the president and i was just fascinated with it and then of course bush came and i'm like "Eh." did you guys growing up in your countries have that 
insane cultural idea of like, oh, the prime minister's so cool. Like, I, when I'm a kid. Fuck I want to grow up to be the prime minister or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Fuck, dude. We had like a different prime minister every three weeks. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I, there was no point in remembering their names. It was like they kept assassinating each other, basically, like taking their jobs. <laughs> so it's like, we didn't, we didn't even vote for the people who were like the prime ministers, really. So it didn't fucking matter. Australia really is a lawless country. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, there was one that was cool, Kevin Rudd, but it was more so because he was like that entire your, like your cool dad, basically your cool mm, uncle or something. In, in Turkey, obviously, we have the personality cults, and you know, if you don't like our president, then fucking slit your throat and fuck you, that sort of stuff. But mm -hmm. the coalition of like Canada, uh, New Zealand, and Australia is always weird to me because you'll there'll be a guy you've never heard of, and suddenly she's like prime minister. And she's on a pulpit screaming about how we need to ban free speech and the only truth is the truth that we tell you it is. It's like, wh where the fuck did this bitch come from? She sounds like a Bond villain. And it just happens <laughs> because someone somewhere somehow sometime voted for her and you've never even heard of her. That's what's funny to me about those three countries specifically. Mm. Well, of course, you, you're not in those countries. Of course, you've never heard of them. I know, but what I'm saying is when you're in another country, you generally hear about, say, like America, as always, right? Again, like it's Andrew's literally only Pakistanis here. God damn America. right. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the like I guess Angela Merkel for Germany. That's that's about it. Yeah, well, she's not cool, politicians. let's be honest. Oh well and Justin Trude no. Tr Trudeau and I guess Vladimir Putin. I guess there is a few. is Trudeau the one who did like meth and blackface and all that crazy shit? I don't know did about you say meth, meth or yes, math blackface. Meth. Who's the who's the prime minister who recently <laughs> was like like doing? He did math. He did two plus two, and everyone went wild. Well, I th I well, I thought he was like a school teacher or something. So I assume that's what you were asking. No, no, no. There was some prime minister we were talking about on the show where he like did tons of drugs and went on like a bender and a rampage. Uh, apparently, that's it was like Doug Ford, and he did crack, according to the chat. So, well, I hope that's correct, or I'm going to sound like an idiot. But I, I wish we had someone like that. What do you mean? You do. <laughs> like, literally all of your fucking, all of your fucking yeah. uh, politicians. What are you smoking? They're all on crack. No, yeah. no, they're yeah. not on crack. They're on, like, heroin. They're just kind of, like, look at Joe. Joe Biden's on heroin. Just drifting off, not even there. I want a president. No, that's just dementia. <laughs> Dude, they probably have him on a, they probably have him on a cocktail of uppers. Just yeah, to have him yeah, get up in the do. morning. For like an absolutely hour, absolutely. You, mm -hmm. you, but Andrew, you've absolutely got like just an enormous amount of politicians over in America that are just like extremely eccentric. Like, isn't there that mm. George Soros guy who's always talking about he's kidnapped kids or something? That is not a politician, and well, he no, doesn't no, have wait, kidnapped it, kids. I don't know why. It's, it's George Santos. I'm talking about George Santos, apparently. We need to promote our local politicians <laughs> to, like, president. Like, Lord Buckethelm and all those people who run as yeah. jokes. The dominatrix lady who shows up in fetish gear. We need them running the White House. Ew. You haven't seen that video, Kaya? No. Oh, if you want... So, if you want a good time, that probably rivals the, uh... The... What's the Turkish television station where they just beat each other with shoes? Oh, that's the entire Middle Eastern station. Yeah. You're ta you're thinking of Memory TV, which takes yeah. several channels and translates them. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Memory TV. So if you want something that's kind of like the American version of that, you got to watch compilations of the best of local city councils. 
Because what people do is they'll just show up as anything and everything and just try to get bills passed and, like, make public reform. And there's one where yeah. this dominatrix shows up in full fetish gear, nipples basically hanging out of her suit and all this shit. And she has two men in full restrictive bondage. They can't even talk, following behind her. And she's like, I want to propose that all men kneel to me and submit and you bend to my will and I will rule this city. <laughs> That just sounds like the libertarian conventions where they're like, yes, heroin for four-year-olds. Or, or like, sorry, it was the other way, actually. One of them said, no, I don't think we should sell heroin to four-year-olds. And he got booed. <laughs> don't try to impose your rules on me. There's one guy in New York, I think, or New Jersey, in a very small city, but he was on their city council. And all he would ever do is drink beer and just derail every single topic into nonsense. God, that's so fucking cool. And he was on their board for like nine months. <laughs> that's great. It was so fucking I've always funny. Who the fuck is, goes to these meetings? How much of a dweeb do you have to be to go to a fucking local council meeting? Exactly. That's why they do it. No one cares about this shit. It's all old people. Such a joke. Do those people get paid on that board? Or whatever, whoever sits at that giant table and makes the decisions at the end of the day? I don't know, man. I honestly couldn't Maybe, tell you. But isn't it also, it's also like fucked up that, yes, it's so boring and dweeby, and yet those people actually do, at the end of the day, they get to decide what happens in your town. And like, you know, the school, who the fuck goes to a fucking school board meeting, and yet they get to decide what your kids are taught. It's like, well, might as well torpedo the whole thing and kamikaze bomb it by dressing up as a dominatrix <laughs> and fucking with them, I guess. Surely you ag agree that rule makers are dweebs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But they made it a rule that I can't say that. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought of all their bases. Okay. I'm bored of politics. Yeah. Sorry. Can we switch topics? Yeah. Is this even politics? I mean, I guess it was. Shut up, Jackson. The politics time is over. It's time for murder on ice. I want to talk about the hockey <laughs> thing. The new musical. Yeah. Murder on ice. Okay. Da, 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 da. Has everyone seen the video? Yeah, yes, no, was I watched sad, it, eh? and it's <laughs> it is pretty fucking incredible. Um, not I, knowing not yeah. knowing too many of the technicalities of hockey and what what's going on, all I will say is that man got Luke Kang kicked in the fucking face. Like that is an impressive kick to do on ice skates. Okay, let's describe the video first. This was a hockey match. I don't know where. Mm. There's never any context posted, by the way. Like it was the match, UK. Teams, yeah, anything. the UK. The UK. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, I didn't even know that. I thought it was like Canada or something. Anyway, it's a video Racist. that someone's filming on their of their TV. And it's a hockey match. And the red team, one of the players on the red team is mm. about to bump into one of the players on the other team. And as he's about to bump into him, like at high velocity, by the way, like smashing into him, he seems to raise his leg. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, hockey skates are very sharp. That's how they skate. They're blades. They're yes, they skates. are literal blades. Yeah they're, yeah, they're literally blades. So his opponent, the red team guy's opponent, gets fucking Mortal Kombat fatality kicked yes. right in his throat. That it slashes insane. it open. And the guy falls to the ice. He's completely uh, discombobulated. He gets up, falls back down. <laughs> And then we see blood gushing out of him, like a GTA NPC. You know when he this was all on live just, TV. Yes, this is live TV, and it's a pool of blood on the ice. It Tons is, of it. It is an insane amount of blood. Yes, spraying out of him. And then his teammates and the referee and such they rush to him to hold his neck to prevent the blood from gushing out. But yeah. by the time the camera zooms into him, 
he's already like most of his torso is covered in blood and that's where the video ends why if you're that cameraman would you do that if you have people yeah, watching at home cut. you cut away from oh. that like come on man there's kids watching these like, fucking games if you if you if you're the cameraman like in the da- dale uh, what's the fucking nascar driver dale earnhardt or whatever dale earnhardt yeah into- dale earnhardt yeah that guy if you if you're the cameraman in that situation that guy went hunting for the fucking wife and zoomed in on her face as she was crying. Oh my god! Over the, like that is expert shot. work. My god! Yeah, he, that's he, actually he kind exactly of impressive. I'm look. not gonna lie to find her in the stands. I, that is impressive. But I'm okay, in the sociopath. cameraman's defense, it it took me also a second to realize. Oh shit! Yeah. He's bleeding all over the place. Mm. I, I would assume as the cameraman, you didn't expect to zoom in and yeah. see the guy already having lost most of his blood. Because when you when your neck gets slashed like that, apparently you lose most of your blood within like ten seconds. Yeah, that's if it hit your jugular, you're pretty fucked. You are fucked. I sent Jackson another video of like a stabbing that took place in a mall in Brisbane, and there's a video of this, and it's a guy walking towards another guy, and they're in a scuffle. The guy with the knife is threatening him, saying, leave me alone, go away. And the guy doesn't. So he gets stabbed in the neck. And I swear to you, I timed this. Within 12 seconds, the guy was dead just from bleeding yeah. out. And you might think, just Jesus, how can you bleed out that fast from a tiny puncture wound? What do you but mean? You do. If you like lacerate the fucking vein open, where is the blood going to go? It's going to leave your body immediately. No, I know, but usually even with big flesh wounds, you don't see that sort of blood loss immediately, right? So you see videos of people who even have their arms blown off who can stay conscious longer than somebody who has their neck slashed open immediately. Yeah. But anyway, I don't blame the cameraman that too much. Point. What I'm annoyed by is actually why don't we have better footage of this? What the fuck? <laughs> this has spawned multiple conspiracy theories now. No, don't get me wrong. I'll explain. This has spawned multiple conspiracy theories if people go in... That looked unnatural. That looked like the red player wanted to kill him. A lot of people think it was a straight up murder. Yeah, like a straight up hundred percent murder. murder. Yeah, and I thought, why? Like this is the one, the one occasion where we might actually need some better angles and footage to determine before we ruin someone's life and start all these rumors about how he's a piece of shit murderer. And I would assume that at a sporting event, there's multiple camera angles, and if we wanted to, we would have this in 4K and slow-mo. But for some reason, instead, we have like 9-11-tier footage, blurry footage from one shitty angle. Well, of someone still, still like, even, even with 4K image, how, how would you be able to show intent? Intent to murder? I, I'm, I'm just saying it would be a bit easier. It's no, it's very simple. All they have to do is rewind the replay, get it, get it. Yeah. Get it from the angle, the other side where we can see the guy's face and watch him mouth the words. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I'm going to murder you. It's very simple. That's how most are solved. This isn't manslaughter. This is intentional. I'm doing this on purpose. I do think it's manslaughter. Yeah. Because the player something, something pet grave, his name is apparently he has a history of like getting a lot of fouls and foul Mm -hmm. plays. Yeah. He's a, he definitely seems like an aggressive player, so I definitely think yeah. he needs to be held accountable for this. If yeah. I had to guess, I would say he didn't outright plan first-degree murder. Yeah. I would say he probably tried to... Maybe he did try to kick the guy in the chest yeah. or something. And yeah, But, you know, he didn't calculate the angle right, and he just ended up in the neck. Hockey is known this for This is not that. a freak accident. P- players get cut by skates. Uh, in 2008, a player on the Florida Panthers, an American hockey team, suffered a very similar cut, and he lived. 
I, I don't remember exactly what happened, to the but, neck. He, but he got, yeah, I think he got ice skated in the face or the chest, like well, somewhere really close. He's extremely lucky then. Yeah, he's lucky. But the point is, like, there's other players throughout the history of the game that have been cut by ice skates from wayward moves and this and that. This is not like the first time ever anyone's taken an ice skate to the to the body, you know? It's just a very, very unlucky angle that the guy got hit with and it killed him. Yeah, why why don't they like institute like forced Kevlar undersuits or something, especially over the neck and stuff? Neck like. protection. I don't yeah, know. Sure. Yeah. I I can actually tell you why. So my mom was friends with a member of the Florida Panthers because she worked with her with her with his husband or the wife. Jesus Christ, I'm mixing my words up. She worked with his wife. And they became friends, and she would ask him questions like, oh, what's it like playing on a pro hockey team, and this and that. And apparently, that stuff that they wear, all the padding and the skates and the helmets and the hockey stick and all the movement they're doing on the ice is so intense and so hard and so continuous and everything is so heavy that when the game is over, they have to have an IV drip just to replenish all their fluids. Like, just drinking is not enough. So if they had to add any more... Yeah, well, if they if they had to add any more shit, they probably even couldn't play. It'd just be too much, you know? Oh, Jen, give them steroids or something and a full knight's <laughs> armor set. This guy would still be alive. Like a, like a sniper on the field or something. <laughs> so someone, pro- someone providing like Overwatch. If there's going to be like a dangerous like uh, <laughs> next, next slash or something, take, it, take him out. Tranquilize him. Put bomb collars on every player's neck, so if they're about to kill another player, it blows up like Suicide Squad. Yeah, how yeah, would they yeah. Dete- how, you would need someone with superhuman reflexes, Jackson. And then, how, what is he gonna do? Shoot his leg out of the air? Give him, give him like slow mo or some shit. I don't know. So what we need, Max okay. Payne playing <laughs> hockey? Yeah, like hold E for slow mo. <laughs> Just put him on so much Adderall that time slows down for him. His heart is beating so like a hummingbird. Everything is in slow mo. It's like an eighty-hour hockey match for him. <laughs> it's just the most boring shit ever. Just stuck. <laughs> this is so slow and boring. Ugh. Blood gushing. Ugh. I don't even. Yeah, like we have a hockey. we have a speed limit in hockey. Oh, I'm going too fast. I got to slow down. Uh-huh. It was seriously like such a like definitely the worst sports injury video I've ever seen. I think like I can't think of one that was worse. Um, super like gory and and gross. I was like, whoa, this one's this one's pretty full on. It's pretty bad. Yeah, bummer. Um, I don't know if you said, but yeah, he the guy died. By the way, I don't know if you mentioned that. Definitely ranks up there with Olympic weightlifters fucking up a lift and just collapsing under five hundred pounds of weight. That's uh, always a bad I've one. I've never seen that. There's a couple Did of them. I imagine that would suck. I don't think anyone's died from it, but they get really bad injuries when it happens. Like their legs well, just explode. Like just actually yeah, explode. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen. I, like one one of the grosser ones I can remember is like uh, what do you call them? The ones that bounce around a lot. Um, um pole vaulters. Yeah, g- gymnast. Tag. Gym, gymnast, oh, gymnast. 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 Yeah, oh, one, like yeah. a gymnast doing like a like a very uh you know complicated routine, jumping around on trampolines and stuff. And as she lands, her leg snaps and the bone just like fucking breaks through. Like, Those are my least so favorites. Gross. Yeah, like in I any hate, sport, soccer, yeah, gymnasts. Bones. Yeah, when when the leg bends backwards, I don't want to see that. Mm. And then when it's I, dangling. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's just lifeless, <laughs> like there's no control left. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm realizing now, maybe it's the Halloween season, but I must... I must have a fear of skeletons because seeing bone <laughs> at any point. What are you six? Yeah. See, I, well, I don't like seeing bones. Bones need to stay in the body. So they jingle yeah. jangle at you, and you're like, "Oh, a, a skeleton." Well, actually, now that <laughs> digging even deeper, I've always thought of skeletons as like a you know like a supernatural enemy are just the dumbest shit ever because they're just yeah. bones. You could just like knock them apart. That's a whole still, joke and like, scary movie. Remember. Brenda, why are you oh, scared? Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of bones, and they take them apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. Um, yeah, but still, like in terms of gore videos, I think those are the ones that ick me out the most. Is whenever I see bone. Yeah, that's not great. I'm not a fan of that either. But then, if the skeletons start like talking and like jumping around and stuff, I wouldn't be as scared. I I'll think. take a controversial stance. I just, I just don't like gore. Like, I, I don't like seeing people just get hurt and explode yeah. and stuff. It's just gross. It's yucky. Ew. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Oh well. Yeah, I, I think <sighs> even right. if, even if the conspiracy theories are right, and this is murder, like this is a straight up murder, I have a very, very good feeling he will not be charged with that. Like, manslaughter? Yeah, I could see it. But murder, there's no way. No way that's ever I mean, going to come out. Unless they find evidence of, like, on his phone, he was messaging the guy's fiance or something, and they were fucking behind his yeah. back, and they planned outright, like, hey, how about you kill him on the ice? Yeah, there needs to be some level of intent. At his house, there he had a picture of him with a big red X over his face. On his wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Darts thrown at it. Darts thrown at it. Yeah. X is over the eyes. And then the bl in yeah, written like, in blood, I will get you on his mirror. It's like there's a blueprint of the fucking hockey field on the on the board with like a, exactly where it's going to happen. Like yeah. X on the spot. They go to his yeah. apartment and they find a journal. And all it is for 300 pages is the word hate written over and over and over again in different fonts. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> like the Columbine I, shooter. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, videos of him in the forest practicing his kick yeah, on like filming trees. like the like the the yeah the guy filming it like oh tomorrow I'm gonna slash this guy's throat it's gonna be so wicked rad I think I think that's probably just enough to give him manslaughter one yeah no so manslaughter's totally yeah. doable it was an accidental death and it's because of his actions but there's so much stuff going on I don't think murder is ever gonna be possible it's a fast paced high impact sport. Lots going on could easily, easily defend it as an accident. I don't think anyone could fully prove. Yeah, I just genuinely don't believe it's murder. I think there would yeah. be way easier ways to murder the defendant. Yeah, and I, and I agree. I think it's an accident. But I, I think even if they wanted to be like, we're trying to charge him with murder, I don't think there's nearly enough right to try to prove that. Like, it's very clearly the middle of a high-stakes fucking professional hockey game. I also don't think anyone would take that case of charging with murder because then if you cannot prove it and you lose then you cannot ever charge him again well actually you said this is in the uk right do they even have double jeopardy laws hmm. well he, he can still be charged with murdering other people no they don't have murder <laughs> charges okay. in the uk <laughs> so now he's a slasher ice skater serial killer <laughs> 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 I, I, well, I think he should probably be banned from hockey for a bit i don't know how long but i think I think maybe stop him from entering the, uh, putting on the blades again, I think. Yeah, the UK has double jeopardy laws, and they're basically the same thing. 
Okay, so I was gonna say like no lawyer would try to charge him with murder because he just that's such a high bar that you know you can't prove. So yeah, you yeah. would immediately just try for manslaughter instead and try to get that through. Yeah, manslaughter I could definitely see you getting because uh, I yeah. mean you killed him like you kicked him in the face and killed him whether you meant to or not. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now as for the punishment, I I don't think it'd even be huge. Like because there's just so many things you could say in this case oh i was skating at 30 miles an hour like i didn't want to get hit this guy was in my way i couldn't see him because of visibility this and this blah 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 blah. there's a million and one excuses and all of them are viable you know it's not like it's not like he's a nascar driver and you see he slams his brakes to ram into the guy behind him you know like there's a lot of stuff going on here is is it a valid excuse to use the excuse i was really trying to win <laughs> I was in the moment. <laughs> I was in the zone. I would have killed more people if I had to win. Your Honor, I was gaming hard. Your Honor, there's nothing in the hockey rule book that says I can't murder my opponents. It's nowhere I in there. If there is. Yeah, there probably is. I'm going to give hockey the benefit of the doubt and say that they've covered their bases. I don't, I don't know, man. You can fight in Apparently hockey. Not. There's there's no rule prohibiting physical contact with other players. Oh, if if there was literally no rule in in the hockey handbook about murder, I I feel like that we'd see more murders. Well, what it probably is specifically is that you can't use your blades as a weapon. You can't yeah, kick people. Right. Yeah, you have to use your fists. Yeah. Well, I, also, I think for, I think fighting is against the rules, right? Like they go no, you can fight in hockey. Sin bins. No, they, well, you you can when, fight in hockey. They let it go. You start a fight, you can do it. You get penalty, penalty, like oh, sit in the penalty box. But you're not like ejected from the game or banned from the sport. You can totally fight. But that, that if you get a penalty, that means it's against against the rules, right? That's what a penalty is. I, I okay, mm-hmm. so yes, technically, but it's not like not allowed. You can fight. You just get a penalty. It's not like, for example, well, basketball. You can definitely. F- you can definitely fight more than you can murder. I know yeah, that for sure. Yeah. Well, so like, let's take another sport. In basketball, that's for you a lack can't, of trying. Though in basketball, you can't fight at all. If I punch another player, I'm ejected from the game. Maybe even facing a fine. Like you, you are not allowed to play basketball if you are fighting. Whereas with hockey, you can play the game and fight. It's fine. It's part of the game. Here's an interesting question. Hypothetical. Let's take boxing. That is a fight. At what point does it become an mm. illegal fight? Ooh. Well, when you do stuff like punch the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. Right? Or remember that one fighter that literally became retarded after some, his opponent punched him in the back of the head multiple times? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. That was actually that's not a joke. He became sad. a vegetable, remember? Yeah. That was actually yeah. super sad. I remember that. What the fuck? Sure there's been plenty of people that died. Yeah. Well, I mean... CTE eventually gets them, I'm sure. Is it Pritchard Colon? I have no idea what his name was. That would be very unfortunate if his last name's Colon, though. I looked up Boxer Now Dumb Back of the Head. (laughs) So I I couldn't think what else to search. I think it's him. His name is Pritchard? (laughs) Pritchard Colon. Yeah, chat just said it's Dick Colon. Dick Dick Colon. Dick Colon, perfect. That's so fucking... That's so mean. (laughs) Well, no, it's fine. He's dead. (laughs) No, he's not. He's just uh, disabled. Oh, wait. No, I, misre- I misread that. I read uh, brain hemorrhage, and I thought that killed him, but it, that's what put him in the coma. And then he woke up, and now he's in a... 
Oh yeah, this wheelchair. Is and now he has the intellect of a three-year-old or something, and all he can do is just eat and poop himself. Oh no! Basically, he was That's a good so boxer sad. too. He only lost one of his fights, and it was the one that put him in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's a terrible way to retire. Yeah, you're never aware of how vulnerable your little brain is, and yeah. what, what can happen if like it's hit wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are kind of aware if you look at all these people that get punched in the head for a living. You always can tell, like, yeah, that sounds like someone who's gotten punched in the head for a living the over one the course I, of years. The one I will always bring up till the end of time, if people don't take this shit seriously, is Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, wrestler, wrestles, does all the wrestling stuff. Signature move, one of them, the flying headbutt. So he's jumping off the rope and hitting stuff with his head. And it's very cool and flashy. And then, one day, just for fun, he decides to kill his wife and child and then murder himself. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, awesome. totally, uh, that's totally normal. That's what normal people do, not people who sustain multiple head injuries throughout their life. Yeah. 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 This is why I would never YouTube box, unless it's Ethan Ralph, because yeah. that would be funny. I wanted to for a I, bit, and then when I thought about the consequences, I just... Eh. Nah. No, I think it's I. I'm gonna put my uh, you know, my foot in the pussy ring and say that it is <laughs> Ew. like the dumbest thing. <laughs> well, what's it like in the pussy ring? Is it wet? Is it? It's warm. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice and safe. My <laughs> brain is intact in in the pussy ring. Yucky. All right. Can can I can I uh take the no. soapbox for a second? Absolutely and rant, not. Shut up, Jackson. Rant about Bungie. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. This is so fucking annoying. So Bungie, we all know they made Halo and shit like that. Destiny, one of my mm -hmm. favorite games of all time. Just a massive studio recently bought by Sony for 3.6 billion with a B, with a big right. B, that's billion, billion dollars. Right. That's US dollars, by the way. Um, and so, yeah, they're now a Sony company. And just recently, in the last two days, after posting record profits, like the rest of the fucking video game industry in fucking general, they have decided to lay off a mass, well, maybe not massive, but, uh, you know, a significant amount of their employees, the people making their games, the people that made them who they are. And even more so, it's, it's not like, fucking just QA testers or whatever like low you know like people who have only been there for like three months or whatever uh, contractors or whatever it's not that it's people that have been with the company for like 20 years Andrew get this yeah they fired the fucking composer the guy what? responsible for the Halo soundtrack the what? fucking Destiny soundtrack that's one of the few things they were still doing well what the exactly. fuck exactly what what do you know Bungie for? Since since its inception, what have what have you known Bungie for? Destiny and good music. That's it. Exactly. It is actually fucking crazy. They they fired the guy responsible for that who's been working there for 20 years. Oh my god. 20 years with this company and they just let him go. They go here. Go go free. Join join the rest of the industry. No one would ever want you, I'm assuming. We don't want your knowledge. Let me throw my hat in the ring with you. I can I can finally, for once, participate in a Destiny conversation. So nice. I watched a video, just out of curiosity, reviewing, is it Lightfall, the 80s-inspired yeah, expansion? And wow, <laughs> it's the most embarrassing piece of content I've ever seen. 
I didn't oh, I know it was that bad. So Destiny, from what I watched in some recaps and part of that review and all that shit, is like this like big space opera. It's kind of dark, mm -hmm. kind of silly, kind of has like big overarching lore and grand characters and like, oh, dimensional and time space spanning power struggles and all this shit. And you run around, and you kill alien armies and you have these factions and all these people. It's, it's like Mass Effect, but on a more like cerebral and psychedelic scale. And I was like, this is kind of cool. So the expansions are like, oh, here's a new army and here's characters you meet and here's a new conflict and whatever. So what they thought was a good idea for the penultimate expansion, the one to set up the final conflict, their, in, their Infinity War, their endgame, is to introduce rad psychedelic surfers from space with yeah. giant Adonis bodies who show up and go, yeah, bro, I totally love murder. What's up, cool story, dude? Bro. Yeah, yeah hang ten. Bump. Footloose in what's supposed to be a pretty dark and serious space opera. They just show up. Yeah, the world is ending. The world and, is and ending. And take nothing seriously and are literally like nope. bodacious. We gotta slam bam that broham out of town, radical sight lines. And it was the most cringy thing I had ever it was fucking awful. seen. It was like a Marvel plot. It was it, it worse. Was, it, it was, yeah. It was no, worse. It was, it was very take Marvel. Take all the Marvel stereotypes of the not taking anything seriously, constantly quipping, the character's supposed to be aloof and likable but also badass take all of those stereotypes and amplify them to 11 and you have destiny's it's lightfall expansion and then they take the player to another world they're like we're going to introduce a whole new play uh, galaxy a whole new world yeah. and it's supposed to be 80s inspired as if that's not already super super cliche but they go, it's our 80s synth-inspired world. Like, whoa, you like Blade Runner? It's fucking rad, dude. And the way that you get there is you go to a drop pod and you hit the E button and it fades to black. And yeah. then the screen fades back and it goes, welcome to the 80s world, dude. <laughs> and it's the yeah. worst thing I've ever seen in a AAA video game. Uh, yeah, it, it, Lightful... Is awful. I hate it. It's really so embarrassing. Much. So I couldn't what, what, believe what's it. What's interesting about it, though, is that, like you said, it was the penultimate expansion. Like the, the, they've been building up to this for ten plus years. The big bad of the universe has finally showed up, and this is meant to be like a super dark and, and depressing cool time. Too. And I was looking forward to that. That's yeah, the, the shitty part. Cool. The big ultimate villain is super cool, but they do nothing with him because all the time is spent on yeah. these big surfer bros who show up at the last yeah, minute. They, that's. That's what I was gonna say. They in, they introduce these fucking like just random fucking surfer dudes, like Andrew yeah. just said, into the story at the fucking last minute, just so that they can espouse fucking Marvel tier dialogue. It's so fucking bad. I know. But regardless, let me. Let, uh, yeah, I hated like. Sorry, I, I just wanted to say that I now understand no, your no. pain. I finally did some research. Yeah, I've been ranting about Lightfall in private for like the last year. How, it's how bad so it was. bad. Did, whose video did you watch out of curiosity? It was actually I Hate Everything, uh, former host yeah. of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I he, uh, checked yeah, in on his channel. Video on it. I checked in on his channel for the first time in a while and I saw that and I went, you know, it's time to time to deep dive on some destiny. I've just, I can't put it off any longer. And he did a very yeah. good job. And it just was really, really embarrassing. He's done videos for each expansion. They're all excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. I've. So I've been playing Destiny since the alpha, D1 alpha vet. It's a bit of a meme, but true. I have been playing since then. I've got thousands of hours across the games. Not a brag. Pretty sad, actually, Oof. now, that, I, now mm. that we're getting to the this part of the story. 
Um, but yeah, so Lightfall was like what did it for me. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is just bad. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to play this anymore. This is just. I'm bad. gonna. I'm gonna on top spoil of that, Lightfall. On top of that, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, just, go just, ahead. just real quick. No, sorry, on top of ahead. that, though, um, just like J- Bungie's uh, just gradual slide, not even gradual, it was just, it's happened, it has happened gradually over the last few years where they're just the greediest company imaginable right now. You have to pay for the expansion, you have to pay for the game, you have to pay for the seasons, you have to pay for event cards. They've got microtransactions out of the asshole in a loot based game, so none of the loot feels valuable because there's fucking armor sets that you can pay $30 to immediately get there's just you gotta you pay you pay like 60 times if you want to play once basically just the greediest company imaginable so when this news about these layoffs came obviously like and if I had like 20 year old uh 20 people who've been with the company for 20 years like these are these are super valuable people with massive like skills and industry knowledge and stuff like that and they just lay them off out of nowhere after posting record profits, it's the most bullshit shit ever. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate this company. I fucking hate Bungie. Oh, I understand layoffs. I don't understand letting go of a good composer. But didn't they do him bad or dirty a while ago too? Because they made him create a soundtrack and then they never released it because of legal bullshit. And then it leaked I think onto that, the internet. So that was, that, was the, that was the original composer. So the Halo soundtrack was composed, I think, by Marty, Marty, Marty O'Donnell, O'Donnell. Who's like a... Yeah, giant industry veteran as well. And he was let go just before Destiny 1 released. But, and, and the reason for that at the time was that there was internal like conflict between them. He was hard to work with, apparently. And so he, he mm. left or whatever. But the other, the other composer had been there for just as long with him. And they had co-composed the Halo soundtrack. And then this guy did the Destiny stuff after that. So I'm gonna okay, spoil. Yeah. I'm gonna spoil Lightfall for all you listening, and you should be thanking me because it's not worth playing. So the, one of the big moments of Lightfall, when I just knew it was just trash, you meet two primary surfer bros. There's a whole race of silver surfers, and they're really embarrassing and bad. But you meet two primary ones, and there's like a dude and his dad. And he's like, we're the coolest, most baddestest guys ever. We're so cool. And look at how great we are. And we've been on screen for five minutes and we're cooler than everyone else in the game. And then towards the end of Lightfall, the guy's dad sacrifices himself to save everyone. And the game treats it like it's the most climactic, incredible death ever. And he's a character yeah, you've known for two hours. No, it's <laughs> worse than that. It's 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 not at the end of the game. It's about uh, the expansion. It's about halfway through. You literally play a mission with the dude that sacrifices himself, and then the yeah. very next mission, he sacrifices himself. You get like maybe six lines of dialogue with him. There's no yeah. investment there, <laughs> and they play and they play it up like you're meant to care about it, and that they're like so fucking like insanely smart for put it, pulling this narrative together. Like it's fucking mind blowing or something. Put so much emphasis on time on his son just going. Oh, I'm sad. Because my dad is dead now. Boo! And they put like all this weight on it. And then when that's over, he goes, well, oh, well, let's go kill the bad guys. I'm over yeah. it. He just he has this like horrible over the top moment. And then it instantly snaps back to, all right, let's kick some ass. Like, it's just so bad. There's no like hanging on or, or like talking about it at all. It's just like, yeah, whatever. That was last yeah. mission. Oh um, man! Just, just, just to correct you, Andrew, because I know someone is going to get angry. It's not Sorry. father and son. Yeah, they're just, they're just, they're just. Oh, I thought that was his men- dad. I thought mentor. that's why it had such emotional weight. No, it's just mentor and student. Oh, that's even worse. That's stupider. 
Yeah, there's, there's like no <laughs> yeah. level. I thought it was his dad, and that's why he cared so much, and why I was supposed to care so much. But no, it's if it's just his pal, his training buddy, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so let, let me read this about the new info about the mm -hmm. Bungie layoffs per a source. The layoff... So this is another thing about Bungie. Uh, they've been constantly mired in, like fans hating them for stupid decisions they constantly make but also they've they've got dick riders they've got dick riders out of the arsehole which is to be expected because they made like halo and people love destiny and are addicted to destiny myself included previously um so uh people were just constantly willing to blame like activision and other publishers for what i thought and a lot of people thought were like actual Bungie decisions. Like Bungie never got the blame. They were too good, too pure to actually get the blame for their decisions usually. That seems to have stopped now, but still people seem to be blaming Sony instead of Bungie. But so this is what the sources say on that. The layoff decisions came directly from Bungie management, not Sony. This is not about Sony replacing Bungie employees with their own people. And this is how petty this gets. Ready? Listen to this. Many employee benefits, though not health insurance, only last until the end of the month if you're let go. Laying people off on the 30th means they only have to pay a single additional day of coverage. Uh. So they waited until the very end of the month to do this so that they didn't have to pay for employee benefits. Oh my and God. Then on on top of that, this is oh man. So, just for some context, Sony got a uh, Sony acquired Bungie a year or two ago for three point six billion dollars, and part of that was like um, the, the the employees in Bungie get stock options or whatever. The pretty standard thing in acquisitions, right? You get stock in the company as part of the investment, and so many many employees, many of these. Uh, you know these now let go of employees had unvested shares as a result of the sony purchase these shares would be received based on staying with the company for a certain number of years following the sale which is also pretty standard but those shares revert to bungie if you leave even if you're fired which is what's happening now to many of those affected so i mean it starts to make a lot of it starts to make a lot of sense why they're letting go of the people that have been Jesus. there for 20 years right the people with the most stock huh God damn. The most unvested stock. Scum. Just scum. Absolute scum. Yeah. Fuck this company. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, That's terrible. Just every decision, every decision that, yeah, my heart, like, seriously, this, vid the vi like, video game developers get a lot of shit, rightfully so, for the shit that they yes, just absolutely spew deserved. online. Yeah, but this I don't I don't believe in layer like this is deserved. My my heart goes out for you now, man. Like I was pretty in the dark and then I watched that lightfall review and I was like, wow, they clearly just do not give a shit anymore. They're just making whatever the fuck they think He's will gonna sell. keep playing. Oh yeah, fuck no, you, Jackson. No. Go play Assassin's Creed nine and hundred percent. You're not? I didn't even pre order it. Whoa! That just means you'll buy it on Pretty launch instead. <laughs> Whoopee! Honestly, like I, I probably will play Final Shape just to finish the story. But then I'm not doing whatever they do next. Like since this is the end of the story or whatever, mm -hmm. I'll see it through. But then that's and then it. Destiny Three gets announced. Yeah. When is it ever the end of the story with these franchises? They're well, just gonna that's, say that's, like, "Oh, now Thanos is here" or something, and just reboot it again. I'm I'm using it as a I'm using it as a jumping off point, basically. Like that's what they're saying. They're saying it's the end of the mm. story, this saga. I mean, Kaya, I'm nine years in. I gotta see it through the end, through, through to. The I end do of get the story. that. 
I, I do get that. Yeah, I do um, get that too. That's like the, the sunk cost fallacy at this point. You might as it, well. It 100% is with things you love. I completely understand and agree that it's the sunk, it's 100% the sunk cost fallacy. But I'm just going to see it through, then jump off. I'm the same exact way. So Konami just released the Metal Gear Master Collection, which is oh, yeah. half of a collection. So it's Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3, as well as the original games from like the Nintendo and shit. And then they're like, oh, you get Metal Gear 4 and 5 and other stuff later. You yeah. only get half now, and it's full price. It's 60 bucks. And beyond my best judgment, I should not have bought it. Because number one, I still have a PlayStation 3 with the, I think it's called the Integral Collection. And it's the first four games and all the bonus shit and whatever. But I was like, you know, I really just want to play it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love Metal Gear. And I bought it. And I specifically hey, bought it because it comes with like a digital book that details the whole series and it's like hundreds and hundreds of pages long and all this extra content. And I'm just like, you know, I, I really shouldn't be supporting Konami after they fired Kojima and all that stuff. And this is clearly just a cash grab, but I want it and I love Metal Gear. So, yeah. okay, here you go. Fine. Whatever. At one point, though, these companies are, like will lose your respect, and that's when you're I know. ready to just get and rid it, of the brand from your sucks, life. It sucks, man. It sucks how much nostalgia is such a powerful fucking yep. drug. I was on my flight home from this wedding I was at this weekend, and I popped on Metal Gear Solid 3 from the Master Collection, and the whole time... I'm just like, man, I feel so scummy about this. But then that opening cutscene came on when Snake is diving out of the plane and doing the world's first Halo jump. And the whole time I'm like, God, this is so fucking awesome. This game's so good. I'm so glad I'm playing this. Like, it's that easy. It sucks, yeah, it's man. A good feeling. I know. <laughs> I, don't want, I really don't want to support these companies. Like, it is insane to me that they can post record growth just like... Like like we said in the past, like the video games industry is more powerful than the films industry, the music industry, and the well, books industry. Let me read you some statistics here. Um, according to one article, this year so far, they've laid off over 6,000 jobs in the game industry. Mm -hmm. And video gaming industry revenue is expected to reach $490 billion with a B in 2023. Yeah, man. $600 billion in 2025. And six hundred and eighty-eight billion in twenty twenty-seven. It's the user penetration Dude, is expected to be thirty-five percent. And and it's because of the younger younger generations, man. I can't tell you the number of people I talk to who are in like their early twenties, so like college age, and all of them have like, oh, this is my game. I put seven hundred hours in. This is the one I'm currently playing. I've got two thousand hours. It's oh, also this mobile. is the one. Listen to mobile this. Also as I well. don't think it's yeah. a. It's not just. It's not just a younger person thing. I've seen plenty of thirty-year-olds, forty-year-olds with thousands right, of hours of video games. Yes, and that is true. Like but Jackson. the younger, the younger, <laughs> yeah, the younger 40, generation the younger twenties. They have their. They have the time. You know, as an adult, even if I wanted to play video games all day, I can't. I have a job. I have responsibilities. I have things I have to take care of. I have family needs that I have to provide for. But if we take, for example, children, they don't have shit. They, they come home from school and they can literally all day just play games. Yeah. They can put all the time and the money and effort into it. It's, it's just a change, yeah. you know, and that's more common now. When we were growing up, 
that idea was not nearly as prevalent as it is now. Most people didn't do that. There were nerds and niche people who would go, yeah, I go home and I just play World of Warcraft or these games and this and that. Now, every kid starting young, super young, is like, I play Fortnite all day. I play Warframe all day. (laughs) I hop on Destiny. I hop on whatever game is tickling their fancy. How many people do you know? I know a lot who go, oh, this is my 3,000th hour in Stardew Valley. This is my 2,000th hour in Animal Crossing. They always have some game that they just don't let go of. They keep playing over and over. League of Legends, Warzone, you know, all those stuff. All, Wouldn't, all that uh, shit. In those kind of li- like live service stuff with microtransactions, it makes sense. But like if you're pay- playing 3,000 hours in Stardew Valley, let's say you're a Stardew Valley main, like that's mm-hmm. all you play. Then you're not actually, con- you're not contributing to the video games industry growth because you're not buying other games. True, yeah, but it's not Stardew Valley. It's shit like Destiny. That's yeah, yeah I know. That's where. But that's where mostly, that is where all the money. Mostly the microtransaction from, games like Call of Duty, yeah. League of Legends, like all that stuff with the regenerating store. I mean, that's where Sports that record profit. Too. That record profit comes explicitly from that. There is no way yeah. in fuck it's mostly made up by sales. It's made up by microtransactions and people just continually dumping money into games. It's so funny. That the model now is, oh, the game's free to play, so people think it's $60 cheaper than what it is. No, most people over the course of the game are going to spend like $90, $100 just buying shit. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, so interestingly enough then, I would think that a lot of the money would come from whales then, who are mm-hmm. probably, what I would imagine, over 25 because they would have large amounts of disposable income. It's, and they would, I, I can tell they, you. And they I would, can demonstrate wait, wait, wait. They, they would be the most. Li- they would be the, but they would be the most likely to also want to skip ahead in time because they don't have as much time available to spend because they work so much. So there is that, but there's also people with kids. Think how many kids out there for their birthday go, oh, here's twenty bucks in Fortnite, son. And they go, yippee, and they spend it immediately, and they're excited. Fortnite culture, there's a Fortnite... But a birthday only happens once a year. That's $20 a year. But it it doesn't matter, because the culture stigmatizes not doing it. There is a literal culture in Fortnite where if you have the default skin, you get made fun of. I've I've read stories of elementary school teachers. Yes! I've read stories of elementary school teachers where the other kids make fun of kids who don't have skins when they play Fortnite. Good. Straight up. So you have to buy one. And the only cure is to yeah. buy one. And they cost like 20 that's, bucks for the good ones. That's so fucking epic. Like, seriously? <laughs> that's the kind of bullying I can get behind. But it's a total it's a total cultural shift, you know? Yeah. And how many people do it because it's easy? If you play... I don't know how things have changed, but let's take Minecraft, for example. You play Minecraft on PC, you can probably, I think, mod it however you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. But how many people play it on Xbox because it's more convenient? And then, oh, he wants that skin? You gotta buy it. Costs money on Xbox. Shit like that. Yeah. You know, it just generates free money. All the time, everywhere, forever. Yeah, I mean, we, that's, yeah we know. Yeah, right. so, like, yeah, obviously. To try to get my word in from 10 minutes ago. Sorry. No. The reason also be- the industry is so huge is mobile, obviously. And yeah. this can be seen if you look at the compensation packages of the CEOs. The number one guy owns a company that most of us haven't even heard of here. The CEOs on the list of who received at least eight-figure compensation packages are, number one, Robert Antical of Playtica got $372 million. Oh my God. And I had never even heard of Playtica. So I went to their website. Guess what, guess what their number one game is? Slotomania. 
on the uh, Google uh-huh. App Store. But that makes a lot of Solitaire sense, Grand yeah. Harvest. Bingo. House of Fun. It's, it's, just, it's a gambling. Yeah, yeah gambling. it's and that is Games. definitely another Poker. angle as well. Gotchas. Look at Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. Look at look at Genshin Impact. So you have to roll for skins. As far as I know, you cannot just straight up buy a character. You can't. So you yeah, have to wait Genshin for their pack. Yeah. Isn't it at least an actual game? As it, opposed it, to just it, a it slot is, machine. it is, but there are people who will spend hundreds of dollars because a pack comes out and they go, I really, really, really want that character. I have to gamble for it. So they'll spend literally like 200 bucks just to unlock one character. So it doesn't matter if there's a game behind it. You pay $200 for a video game. Well, yeah, I mean, at least they try. I still, I will always find it way more sleazy when it's a shitty dopamine machine. addiction machine slot machine. Yeah, that's yeah. literally just designed to addict you. And look at right. the profit this guy makes. Number one CEO, second one's Bobby Kotick of Activision, of course, 150 million. Uh, third place, again, mobile. Andrew Paradise of Skills with a Z, 100 million. Andrew Wilson, EA. Frank Guber of Zynga, 32 mm. million. I don't. I forget what games they make. Then it's our old friend John Ricitello of Unity who made 22 million. Oh, baby. No longer there. Strauss uh, Zelnick Take Two, 18 million. Hang on, let me finish this. Just three left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Jin Kim of NCSoft, 15 million. Min Liang Tan of Razor with a Z, 10 million. Weird. And this one actually got me angry. Last place. Debbie Bestwick, Team 17, 10 million. Wow. How? Nice. How is Team 17 on this list of most paid CEOs, a company that is on the brink of filing for bankruptcy. You contributed to it by buying worms, you son of a bitch. Armageddon. That one time. Yeah, that one time. It'd probably have to be because they publish a shitload of games, yeah, right? Yeah, it's publishing. It's They're a huge publishing. publisher. They, prob- they probably have some kind of mobile game that's doing pretty well i'm going through their uh list of games here and they publish like tons of successful indie games yeah we, we we've t- we talked about that last yeah like, when, i know uh, yeah we did but up. just the fact that this ceo was paid 10 million instead of like getting airlifted into the congo and left to starve <laughs> like fuck's sake the company is at the lowest point in its history everybody hates it yeah yeah Oh, also, Whatever. just just to just to quickly note, you, people some people might be wondering why Activision is so high at number two with Bobby Kotick, but they also own King, so I, it's definitely just oh, mobile games. Mobile. Yeah, 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 dude. Mobile is so you have to understand that like young people, like Andrew said, a lot of them play a ton of video games, but also a gigantic chunk of young people have no other device than their phones. Young people right. do mm-hmm. everything on their phones. They're not like right. us where they have a laptop and maybe a desktop computer. A ton of, especially women, you know, a 17-year-old girl, she doesn't have a gaming laptop generally. Most of them, what they have is an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so they just play on their iPhones all day. They're, they're dedicated mobile gamers. That is why a big marketing angle of smartphones that's crouching up is they say, oh, it's the fastest processor for gaming. Like the, I think the new iPhone, whatever it is, one of their marketing tactics was, oh, if you play games on this thing, it's fucking nuts. It's amazing at video games. They have game mode and stuff like that. Yeah, which is a very stupid point because number one, every mobile game is going to be made for phones. Number two, it's never, never, at least for not for a very long time, going to rival an actual laptop or dedicated computer. Not Not even, but people will believe it does. No, they're just they're just saying it's getting better, and it is getting better. Like it really is. Like, it, that are, is true. Mobile chipsets are getting very good at rendering games. 
because it has USB-C now, I guess it's a bit easier to set up things like external monitors and projectors. So I've seen people play uh, mobile games like first-person shooters on their monitors with gamepads. And it just hooked up to an iPhone. So the iPhone is acting like, you know how people make their own mini consoles like the Raspberry Pi and they put emulators on it and such? Yeah, why even bother with that anymore if your iPhone can take care of that and you can play these smaller games, essentially? So the difference is a Raspberry Pi is way cheaper than an iPhone. It's like a tenth of the price. of course. But you have to understand the mentality. It's, again, I don't know how much you guys converse with, like, teenagers. I have some in my family, and they genuinely will sit there on the couch and try to nag you into getting them the new phone of it, the new iPhone and say, no, if you go to Verizon, it's so easy and blah, blah, blah. They trade it in and it costs you like 20 bucks a month. That's just like a Netflix subscription. And that's how they look at it. They look at it. Oh, I get to have this console, this phone in my hands for 20 bucks a month. And then you of course have to explain to them. Yeah. And then you're an indentured slave to them for the next 27 years. Yeah. And you have to sign away basically like that's not your phone. You're just, but they don't care. To them, all it is is I have the latest model and I get to do all this flashy new stuff on it. Is it the flashy stuff though or just the status symbol still? Like I remember that in is high the school. That is the status symbol. It's the flash. It all, yeah. But they don't it's care both. about the actual applications of things. I, I, re- I really doubt they care about like... The no, average they don't. smartphone they user has never cared about the actual application of things. They yeah, that's, that's Think what, how many people saying. are actually dumb fucking stupid morons and when their phone gets slow, they think the only solution is to buy the new one that's faster. Way too many it's, people. They look at numbers and they see bigger numbers and they yeah. get jealous of people who have it because of the status symbol. They, yes, you're. They will never ever take advantage of those faster numbers with all the basic shit they do on their phone. Your internet browser and your fucking Twitter app don't care how fast your processor is after a certain point. It doesn't matter. Not, yeah, but they want to play Fortnite at high frame rate. Well, they want to the play phone. Fortnite and they want to take nicer selfies and all they know is the camera has higher megapixels and that's good and that's why I need this. I literally cannot use my old phone anymore. Yeah. This is, which is insane to me. It's not like you and me when we do research and actually have a use case for the phone. Like yeah. I remember when I switched a few years ago, I got an iPhone 13 whenever that came out and I remember I did it because Basic unlike bitch. the Android phones at the time, it had LiDAR, and I really wanted to use Polycam to scan 3D objects with the camera. And I thought that was a really cool fucking thing that I could do. Right. But, you know, kids aren't like that. They just, they literally just see bigger no. number. How do you know? How do you know? Maybe they're all, maybe they all love li- LiDAR or whatever the fuck it's called. You don't know. Ask them. Because Ask I talked to f- them. No, Kaya's right. Kaya's right, and I know he's right because I haven't even heard the phrase LiDAR until he just said it just now. It's been nowhere You're on the, the internet. Kid. You're not a kid, Andrew. Kids are on the internet, unfortunately. No, but I upgrade my phone maybe once every like four or five years. And I do it because I notice something significant in the upgrade. Like I go, oh, wow, that camera is significantly better than what I have now. That's insane. Or, oh, that new feature, like Kaya said, I really want that. That looks really great. I don't ever, ever upgrade my phone because I go, oh, well, this one's faster. Oh, this one's full on memory, so if I get the new one, it'll have more memory. That's if you're stupid. That's if you actually are stupid and don't know how to back things up, how to clean your phone out, how to restart it properly, how to do take care of your device. That's what stupid people do. But if you upgrade it because you have a purpose, like the new Google Pixel 8, whatever it is, has this thing where it has built-in Photoshop. The camera literally has like a Photoshop suite built in. And if that's useful for you, if you want to edit photos on the fly real quick, then that's a good reason to upgrade. 
because they're like, oh, we're the only one that has it, which may be true. Who knows? But if you're the kind of person who upgrades every year to the new iPhone because you go, oh, it's the fastestest and the biggerest and the bestest, you're actually just stupid. You really will never take advantage of all of that. You really won't. But that's no. that's how they operate. I just I don't I don't know if that's why they buy it. I I really think it's just a status thing. <laughs> like they just well, that's the part of it. I have the fastest status. phone on the market. I have the nicest phone on the market. Yeah, we're, we're talking the about thing. the same thing. That, that's what it gives them the status is yeah, when you show up to school sure. with the most mega RAM, megapixel. They don't even know what any of those terms mean, by the way. They just show up, oh yeah, iPhone 15 Pro Max Giga. Okay, then hypothetically, is the purchase not then worth it if you instantly become cool at school and you're fucking crushed us no, to prom? No, that is worth number it. one, no. number one, you paid like it thousands of dollars to get cool. And number two, it's only going to last for a, a month, if that, and then no one will care. If I was in, if I was back in school, I would pay a one thousand dollars a year subscription to the cool service. I absolutely would. I want to. I want to be cool. That's pathetic. Holy what? Shit. Jackson get... is a shallow hoe. Yeah. Jackson's also a rich kid who could afford $1,000 a year just to be cool. I wish I was a fucking rich kid. My life would have been so different. Can you imagine that if I was a rich kid? Oh, dude, if we were all rich kids and we all just were like sliding we, into we pools of money. We went to like preppy money. high school together. Oh, oh yeah. How many, how many billionaires and millionaires do you think ever actually make a literal giant pool of money and swim in it? Probably not that often, right? Uh, you'd be an idiot not to. At least do it with singles. Yeah, yeah just do it, once. do it once. I should do yeah, that. Just how many, once. How many yeah. do you need? Like 5,000 in ones to fill up a small pool? I could do way that. Way more, way more. Well, way are more, you a millionaire? It doesn't count. I'll take out a loan. It's yeah, fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you're doing that to become cool. Oh, fuck, you got you get me. kisses. It's all over. I just want to be rich and famous. Uh, one last quick note on that, on gaming companies being scummy and shitty and stupid. Um, the Finals is out yeah. in open beta, and I finally have gotten to play it. I have been gone for every other Finals think? beta. Because the Finals. It's, it's, a, it's new a new game shooter. It's not, a it's, a, it's not a battle royale, but it has mechanics from it. It's a, it's an arena shooter where the whole point is that you're stealing money from other players. And it's good. It, I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and it's the first time I've gotten to play it because I've always been gone during the betas and I've been playing it. And something oh. I never noticed while playing. Never noticed it while playing. But people have pointed it out on the internet and now I totally see it. They use AI voices for their announcers. Uh, there's two in-game announcers. So the, the story of the game is you're on a game show where you're killing each other for money. And the announcers are literally like, the doorbusters are coming in hot this round. Like that kind of shit. And they're AI yep. generated. They are completely AI scripted and AI generated. And huh. I'm, I'm kind of conflicted on it. Because on one hand, if the intention, I don't know if they said this, if the intention was to provide always evolving, always changing dynamic dialogue, I kind of like that. I like the application of, okay, we can't hire a voice actor to record 10,000 lines. So instead, we're going to use AI to generate new responses and reactions and have them say it. I totally get that. But on the other you hand... You know what I noticed? Yeah. This game is on Steam. Funny how they don't ban a AAA game for using AI. That was that was what I was going to bring up. 
That was what I was going to bring up. On the other hand, if they're using AI just to cut corners, just to not hire voice actors, number one, that's pretty shit, because you can hear it's AI when you listen to it isolated. They flub words, they pronounce things weird. It's not nearly as good as a real professional recording. And number two, it is on Steam, and Steam, by default, by policy, does not allow AI content in any capacity. So they're technically just breaking the rules. And didn't no, say anything about Steam, that. St we said it from the beginning. Steam eventually Steam had to bend the knee on that money. stupid fucking policy. Yeah. Also, I looked this up. I, I it's funny that when you said the finals, I had no idea what game you're talking about. Then I looked at the publisher and realized I had been following this game's development journey for <laughs> years now. Reading blog posts from Embark Studios. And the reason is because Embark Studios is actually doing some interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, Embark is an interesting wise. studio. Yeah. They are using their own engine, as far as I know, for this mm -hmm. game specifically. Actually, is this Unreal Engine, or are they finally using their own? I forget, but they were that working sure. on their own engine that uses Rust rather than C++ yeah. because it eliminates a shit ton of memory issues. Photogrammetry, AI, they're just really leaning into future technologies. So I've been following this for a while. Huh. I didn't know it was finally in beta or whatever. They're a studio formed by ex-DICE uh, people. So that's why mm -hmm. so that's why I'm extremely excited for it because we have not had a good battlefield game in what 6 7 years and that's one of my favorite franchises ever got me into PC gaming got me into shooters fucking love battlefield always will even through ups and downs so this uh series was X Dice Devs and they've put a big emphasis on destruction and it feels like a classic battlefield game we'll be at a point and, and like, they're trying to capture it, and I'll go, oh, I'll just detonate the whole floor underneath it and crash yeah, it down. it's really cool. It's really satisfying, and I love games that actually give you a toy, they give you a tool, and they play with it. They know how to make it fun. And that's why I really want this game to succeed, and I hate that this AI scandal and this problem is coming out, because I really want it to do well. It seems like they're actually Scandal. trying to make something different. Oh, dude, the voice acting community on Twitter, which I, I know you're going to laugh. It's not a big thing. But there's a ton of people behind it saying, <laughs> fuck this game, cancel it already. I know I know they're against AI. My, I, what I was shocked at is that they're just blindsided by this. They've been writing blog articles literally bragging about how they're doing this for years now. Look, here's one. Transforming animation with machine learning. How we overhauled our animation workflow with machine learning. Teaching physically based AI, AI agents to walk on their own instead of animating movements. Like they've been, this is from two years ago, over two mm -hmm. years ago. It's not like yeah. they hit, hit it and lied. Right. Yeah, but They're they proud of this, They're ha which is cool. Right. I, what I was saying earlier, I'm okay with those tools if they're using it to do something humans cannot do. If they yeah. ultimately want the game to have 100,000 unique voice lines and all of them voice acted, you cannot get a voice actor to do that. That is not feasible. So if that's the purpose, I'm fine with it. But if it's just to be like, hey, look, we're using a tool to replace people. Could you do it in an ethical know. way where you could still hire a voice actor to train the model using their voice? So I believe gives... they did hire two voice actors to be the base for the AI in the game. I think they said they did it with their in input and consent. Well, that seems kind of ethical then. Yeah, and yeah, that's what, why it's all this what gray the fuck area. Is the issue? Uh, I, it's yeah it, I guess it's just a sign of the times of 
it's happening pretty quick, you know? And I think the biggest issue, what they're taking offense to, is it sounds bad. Like, if you listen to the AI Isolated, it is very mush mouth and flubby yeah, and weird. And I think that is, I think that's their biggest issue. It's like, if you're going to replace voice actors, at least make it better. Don't make yeah, it cheaper and happy. worse. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. totally Which I, I do 100% agree with that. You should not swap to a cheaper solution just to make a worse product, you know? Yeah. 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 So we'll see how that shakes out. I'm curious because I do want that game to do well. It's it the first a, it shooter in years. Game. It's the first shooter in years that feels new and exciting. Not the same shit over and over again. Yeah, we'll see if they stick the landing. Yeah. Alrighty. That's going to do it for cool. this episode. It's been a pretty long episode. Thank you very much for joining us mm -hmm. uh, for this one. Um, Patreon.com slash the official podcast as per usual for bonus episodes, bonus content, early access, stuff like that. And we also have a YouTube channel. You're listening to it probably right now if you're listening to this episode, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's YouTube.com. Slash the official YT channel. That's YT as in the letters, not like YT as in what what uh, people people <laughs> oh. might call me. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. The official crackers. Yeah, yeah. The official crackers. If you search the official podcast on YouTube by this point, it'll come up, right? Yeah, it, it should definitely yeah, come I up. Should be so. the first result. Yeah, I would think it's big enough now. That's this is this is a message for those of you who are listening on audio because if you're listening on video, there's only one place to do it, and it'll be over on the channel. Yeah, uh, a big thank you to everyone who's supported the channel so far. We've seen great uh, numbers from it. It's mm -hmm. been really really nice. We were expecting way worse, honestly. So it's super nice, and a big thank you to those of us, uh, those of you staying strong on the audio platforms too, holding down the fort. Yes, we, we appreciate you guys. Wherever well. you listen, it really largely doesn't matter. We collective, we collect all the analytics together. So don't feel like you, you know, oh, I'm not watching or I'm not listening on audio. I need to do that too. Nah, just listening to the show. However, you can helps. It's all that matters. Yep. Mm -hmm. And even even from Antarctica, believe yeah. it or not, <laughs> we we see you, Antarctican <laughs> people. Thank you, thank you for your support. <laughs> we appreciate it a lot. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep,